you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, April 26th, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Those are the voices of today's special guests. Voice number one is the phenom of the film room, Brian Baldinger. Welcome back, Baldy. Good to be here. Thank you. And flip-flops. Voice number two mm-hmm. is the freak of the backfield, LaDainian Tomlinson, the Hall of Famer. Welcome back, LT. Thank you. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. But on today's show, let's get right to it. The man on the mic, number eight, not number 12, number eight, Aaron Rodgers. What did he have to say when he met the New York press? This morning, you know, I'm an old, I'm an old guy, so I want to be a part of a team that can win it all, and I believe that this is uh, a place we can get that done. Ladanian Tomlinson, I will begin with you. Rarely do you hear an NFL quarterback begin his hello to a new franchise and a new city by saying the words, "I'm an old guy." What did this tell you? Translation, please. Yeah, I think it was just, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers kind of being motivated in, in, uh, I guess, in the sense of hearing all the talk this offseason you know about how he fell off this past season didn't have a great year couldn't make the playoffs couldn't beat the Lions the last game Mm. of the season and he's hearing all this old talk about him being 39 and it's been on his mind I'm telling you right now it's been on his mind so the first thing he thinks about is to tell the media I'm old guy as you say that, that should have been the next sentence. I'm an old guy, as you guys are calling it. He's very subtle in the way that he sends his messages out to the world. Um, it's done very calculatedly, it, it seems, to most of us. You say motivated. LT, isn't he pissed? Isn't he pissed about this narrative, this whole thing about I'm too old, he has <laughs> dropped off. He won an MVP two seasons ago. He won an MVP three seasons ago. This is not distant past. This is the oh, he's day. pissed off. Oh, he's pissed off and to that point about him winning the MVP two years in a row. What preceded that? 
the Packers the, drafting his replacement. Absolutely. His so-called The last time he's really been motivated, he ran off two straight MVPs. Baldy, we of the human beings variety tend <laughs> to do our best when we are surrounded by the best. Does Aaron Rodgers have that Jordan-like ability to make everyone around him better? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's his gift. That's his superpower. Uh, you know, he's unique like that. I mean, it's just everything from converting third downs to preparation to knowing what the defense is going to do and how to beat it. Um, all those things. I, 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 he's just rare in that literally he can make everybody better. Um, everybody in the building. Uh, he's just going to give an insurgence of confidence that the Jets organization and franchise haven't had. And I do also think that that phrase that he used, I'm an old guy, it was, I could take it two ways. It's tongue in cheek. I'll stick it to you guys. You think I'm old. I'll show you. And the other thing is, but I think more directly, he's telling everybody, I don't have a lot of time. Like, let's get to business. Let's get to work. Like, we're not going to fool around. We're not waiting to build this thing here. We're going to take what we have right now, and let's just let's sail right into the playoffs. Well, he did follow up. I'm an old guy, as we heard with, so I want to be part of a team that can win it all. It is clearly his belief that this team, Gang Green, this year has the ability to make a run, an actual run. I don't think any of us thought when Tom Brady made a decision that we didn't think was coming to go to Tampa. We thought there was other places he might go. He went to Tampa and they won a Super Bowl. And I, I feel like Aaron Rodgers, he watched that whole thing unfold. And I feel like he wants to do, because nobody thought Tampa could win a Super Bowl. Nobody thought defensively they were good enough. Offensively they weren't, and they did it. And I feel like this young roster, they feel like maybe this is they could do the same. I want to put a finer point on the question I asked you a second ago, Baldy, to stay with you, excuse me, LT, which is this whole thing about making people better around him. You said earlier, am I quoting you correctly when I heard you say that he's one of only a few actual franchise quarterbacks? What did you mean by that? I meant just that. I just think there's only a couple guys that literally can make everybody around them better. And it's, 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 it's how they see the field. It's the preparation. It's the mentality that they have uh, on the field in the heat of the moment when you got to make a play and you got to score and you got to take it down and throw the Hail Mary pass to win. Like, there's not many that can do it. It's more than that, let me speak to that point real quickly. More than that, I think it's setting expectations for each individual guy so that when you do challenge that individual wide receiver just one-on-one, -on -one, he understands exactly where you're coming mm. from, and he doesn't get his feelings hurt. Mm. No, I really appreciate that because I think honesty in the end, clarity is king, right? I let's agree. not talk around it. Tell me what you need from exactly. me. I will give you what you need from me. And let's be clear, what we understand from Aaron Rodgers and what we see from him on the sidelines, what we see from him in the pocket. This is a guy who will throw it at the feet of a young wide receiver to let him know, mm -hmm. hey, you know you done f***ed up. We'll clearly uh, bleep all of those. <laughs> LT, after nine seasons in a Chargers jersey, putting together one of the most impressive runs from an NFL player in NFL history, you were, in a word, doubted. What did that feel like? Do you think Aaron Rodgers feels the same? And do you think that will ignite a fire in this four-time MVP that could burn a few opponents and a few of those doubters along the way? Well, for me, it, it brought up a lot of old memories of when I, what I went through, you know, like during the draft, before the draft, all the speculation about I played in the option offense in college. Could I translate, 
you know, in a pro-style offense? Could I catch the football? You know, could I run in between the tackles? So a lot of those thoughts of being doubted, it brought it, it, brought it up again. And I, I question myself, all the things that I've done in this nine years, have I not, you know, earned the right to show you that I can still play? Oh, well, I guess not. And I believe that's what Aaron Rodgers is feeling. After four MVPs, you know, after playing at being one of the best ever, haven't I earned the right to go to a new place and show you that I'm not old anymore? Hence, I'm old, so I don't have enough time, or I don't have the time. I want to play for a team that can win right now. And I think that's the whole premise of, of him using those words. And we know Aaron Rodgers is very calculated. He chose those words for a reason. Mm -hmm. Did it put new life in your legs? You know, people always talk about tread on the tires, and they they sort of famously, maybe unfairly, do it with regards to quarterbacks and running backs maybe more than anybody. Is there still tread on the tires? There were questions about that when you made the jump from San Diego, then San Diego Chargers, to the New York Jets. Did it put some new life in your legs? Did you train harder before that season? Did you work harder before that season? Did you recommit to old ways? Was all that, of that. All of it. All of that. Yeah, because, you know, you, you kind of, you lose the attention to detail sometimes. You when do. You get really good. We're human beings. We're, hum we're human beings. So in the off season, sometimes you may say, I'm going to skip this workout. You know, I, I got this to do. My wife want to do this. Sure. Where early on in your career when you was trying to get to the pinnacle you wouldn't skip a workout you wouldn't go you know shoot a commercial none of that i found myself doing a little bit more of that and skipping on the workouts and so i rededicated myself that that off season to you know what i'm not going on vacation uh, i'm not i'm not spending any time with my wife sorry babe i love you but <laughs> i'm i'm dug in and i'm ready to kick some ass bleep <laughs> Baldy, will a Jets takeoff be a crash landing for the Packers? Yes. Yes. I, I, I don't think they're ready for what's coming. Uh, you know, this Packer land, we've all been up there. It's a special place. But this is Aaron Rodgers, when he left, the cupboard's bare. Like, I don't know what exactly they've done. They put a lot of resources in their defense. Defense did not play well last year. But offensively, they're bereft of talent. I mean, they've got three rookie wide receivers from a year ago. They might all become great, but, it, you know, the chances are maybe Watson, maybe, you know, uh, Romeo Dobbs. Uh, you know, they've got two good running backs. They've got an offensive line that continues to break down and needs help in rebuilding. I don't see a tight end that would anybody would fear on the roster. I just think that uh, this thing – in, that, in a division where everybody looks like they're they're going in a good direction, like I see a I see a, a big crash coming for Green Bay. LT, why did you drop the word narcissism earlier today, and why, in your estimation, as a famously humble cat, is narcissism Aaron Rodgers' best trait, best friend right now? I, I think because you have to, in some way, uh, neglect people. You have to be narcissistic in in your the way you think of yourself a lot of times and going out there and says, you know what? I'm the best MF in here and I'm going to prove it. I'm about to prove it this season. You have to kind of have that thought process in order to, to be great. I believe because of what I, I mentioned, neglect. Mm -hmm. Like I talked about this just before about you're not doing commercials. 
you know you're not spending time with the kids or the wife as much and that takes a certain type of person if you're going to rise to the level of greatness um for them to do that did torsha understand uh i don't know if she completely understood um but i think after it was over she did understand you know because how it ended and the player that i became i think she she understood yeah you did a couple things in the yeah, game a little bit You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy. With me today, Brian Baldinger and the Hall of Famer Ladanian Tomlinson. And the next topic, commitment. As in, we questioned whether or not Aaron Rodgers would be committed to building chemistry with his new teammates. Here's what he had to say about that. I'm excited about being here. I expect to be here uh, for the duration of the offseason. And I'm excited to get, to get to know my new teammates and the coaching staff and the organization and and obviously, I have a background with Coach Hackett and that offense, but um, I'm excited about just diving in and being a part of uh, this group and getting to know some of the names of uh, my teammates. And also, I'm excited about working with all you guys. I've heard a lot about the New York media and excited to see what that's all about. LT, how important was that for Jets Nation to hear? And how does a new quarterback build chemistry? Yeah, it's a huge win for the New York Jets to to know that you're going to have your quarterback there in the offseason build a chemistry with, with these, these young wide receivers. And that's so important because you're going to set the pace. You're going you're gonna to set the goals for the team of the expectations of how it's going to be. How do we work? How, how do we approach every single day? What time am I getting here in the morning? I expect you to be here at the same time. What time am I leaving? At the end of the day, 6.30, I expect you to leave when I leave. Those are the type of expectations that he's going to have to set in the offseason right now. Why? So that they can buy in, that they can know going into the season. 
This is how Aaron Rodgers is. We've already experienced what he expects from us. Now we just go play. You told a Brett Favre story earlier today about that very point. Can you share that with us again now? I just was in, in a training camp, uh, you know, uh, meeting years ago when Favre was the, was the head guy. And this offensive line meeting that I was sitting in, uh, it was all about audibles and protections and changing protections. And coach was up there, and he was going through it all. And then Favre just walked through the door. And evidently, they had a lot of issues the day before. Just you know, miscommunication, and Favre just walked into the room and just said, "We're going to clear, we're going to clear this entire audible system up right now. This is how we're going to do it. This is the the key thing. This is what we're going to do this afternoon, and we're not going to f this up at all this afternoon." And just took charge. I just remember one quick story. I remember talking to Ryan Jensen, who was the center for Tampa when Brady came there. It was during a the pandemic. They were meeting on high school fields and trying to get workouts in. And Ryan Jensen's been playing center in the league for quite a while. And Brady literally had a 30-minute dissertation with them every day on different parts of the snap. Shotgun snap, wet ball snap, goal line snap, where to put the towel. This is what I expect. This is what I like. I mean, these guys are so detailed, it's hard to really, even in a podcast format, like let you know all the things and why it's so important when LT saying to get time with these guys. Because there's the playbook. You run this route tree. This is the read. This is the depth. All that stuff. But then there's the play. This is how the play is going to work. This is where I need you to be. Back shoulder, defense is playing your man. We're turning it. We're flipping it. Like, there's so many details that he has gleaned over 18 years, what he needs these guys to understand. And so they, they really they don't really have enough time to teach it all. He's going to have to be a little patient, but it's going to be, uh, it, it's going to be you know, football one-on-one -on -one with a lot of overtime. A sly note of caution from Aaron Rodgers today, who said this to anyone who believes the Jets are now on the fast track to the Super Bowl winner's circle. This is building right now. And what Coach has done the last couple of years, uh, he's building something special the right way with the right values, uh, the right type of leadership. And I think I can just fit in perfectly. I'm not here to be a savior of any kind. I'm just here to be uh, the best quarterback I can be to lead authentically and to inspire the guys around me to raise their level of play to, uh, to an even greater, greater spot. I'm not here to be a savior, he said, but Baldy, Rogers' new teammates seem to disagree. Social media alight with youthful enthusiasm from this young, talented, hungry Jets roster. You know this team. How important is a player like Aaron Rodgers to guys like Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall? Well, they've already tweeted out. You know, they're so excited. I mean, th there's going to be a, a, a a completely different feeling. I spent a lot of time in that building. LT played up there. You know, it's not the greatest history of, you know, winning in that building. I would say this. I think what Aaron Rodgers is saying is, I'm not a savior, meaning I can't do it by myself. Everybody else is going to have to put the same amount of effort and commitment into it. I'm going to do my part. You're going to see it. But it's got to be everybody. It's got to be as committed as what I'm going to show you. NFL Total Access, the podcast, Andrew Levy with Brian Baldinger and LaDainian Tomlinson. Next topic, nerves, as in how brittle are the nerves of one Robert Sala, who was oddly quiet at Rogers' introductory presser today. LT, you equated how he must be feeling to a captain of a boat crossing the Atlantic. <laughs> Please explain. Yeah, I, you know, Robert Sala is a, a young coach. We know that he had a fantastic first year, uh, did some great things, but, you know, he's never had the talent that he has on his team 
and the expectations that's that is expected for this team, right? And so now you're you go into six wins it's not going to be enough seven wins it's not going to be enough this is truly as most people are calling the super bowl a bust that's a lot of pressure to put on the what second year coach third year third year coach and so uh, he he just want to drive the ship straight he don't want to screw it up and hit the iceberg that's <laughs> that's what he's thinking right now <laughs> And finally, did Rodgers pick a terrible time to cut cheese out of his diet? Schedule makers have pitted the Jets <laughs> against the AFC West mm. and the NFC East this year, in addition, of course, to their annual AFC East entanglements win total. If I set the number at 10, you choose not a chance or not enough. Brian Baldinger. Uh, 10, 10's not going to be enough. It's not going to be enough for Aaron. It's not going to be enough for, I think, the expectations that are going to be there, regardless of his schedule, which is formidable. LT, you get the last word on this same question. If I set the number at 10 wins for the Jets this year, you choose not a chance or not enough. Not enough. Uh, I think it has to approach about 12 or 13. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy. With me today, Brian Baldinger and the Hall of Famer Ladanian Tomlinson. Gentlemen, can you uh, can one of you flip that switch right there? Thank you very much. That is the sound of our countdown to the draft, and today our countdown to the draft reaches its conclusion because it's day 32, 32 straight shows highlighting all 32 NFL teams, all 32 NFL dreams in order of their finish in the 2022 season. We started with the champs. We started with the Chiefs. We finish at the bottom. We finish with the Bears, the Chicago Bears, as storied a franchise as you will find anywhere in the world and one of the OGs of the NFL. 
What does history say about the Chicago Bears? Well, it says that they're weathered and wise and used to winning. That's what. This is an origin story that dates to 1920. Genesis in the NFL. That's 104 seasons in all. Overall record? Extraordinary. 786 wins, 624 losses, 42 ties. That's a 557 win percentage. Fifth best in NFL history. Two Super Bowl appearances, one Super Bowl win, thanks to that legendary 1985 season, a Bears team that capped off as good a season as we have ever witnessed in the NFL. Believe it, the dream is reality. The Chicago Bears are world champions of football. It was a season so good you had to forgive even a song this bad. We're so bad, we know you're good. Blowing your mind like a new year would. You know we're just strutting for fun. The Bears' overall playoff record, 17 wins, 20 losses. Low numbers for such a storied franchise, but remember, they have only made the postseason six times since 2000. The last playoff win for this franchise came in the 2010 season against the Seahawks. Starting quarterback, Smokin' Jay Cutler. Their winningest ever coach, the legend, a man who would find his face on NFL Rushmore if there was an NFL Rushmore, George Hallis. 318 wins, 148 losses, 31 ties. Let those numbers rattle around in your brain. That's unbelievable. 14 retired jerseys in all for this franchise. Numbers like three for Bronco Nagurski. Seven for George Hallis, yes, the player. 34, who else? Sweetness, Walter Payton. Number 40, Gail Sayers. Number 41, Brian Piccolo. Number 42, Sid Luckman. Number 51, Dick Butkus. Who else is on this list? Number 77, Red Grange. And yes, number 89, Ditka. Mike Ditka. 35 players, coaches, executives in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Guys like Brian Erlacher, Dan Hampton, Dick Butkus, George Blanda. Jimbo Covert, Mike Singletary, and Richard Dent. If their history is dizzying, well, their recent results are disappointing. Three and 14 in 2022, and the stats tell you why. 29th in total defense, 28th in the red zone, 30th in giving up the big play, 31st in yards per play, 31st against the rush, last on third downs, last in sacks, and last where it hurts the most in scoring. Bears just taking knees to end the 103rd season in Bears history, the first under Matt Eberflus. They'll end with 14 losses and a 10-game losing streak. However, there is the foundational building blocks, at least some, and certainly the coaching style, the schemes, and where they're headed with Justin Fields at quarterback. This was a team with an offense that offered more than a few glimpses of hope, however. Yes, they were 28th in total offense, 29th in taking sacks, dead last in passing. No, the hope isn't there. But this is a team that boasted the best rushing attack in the entire NFL. Not a misprint and not a surprise either when you consider that Justin Fields alone racked up 1,143 rushing yards with an NFL best 7.1 yards a carry. Here is a read option and what a move by Fields. Breaks free the 50, away he goes! Justin's gone, baby! 10-5, end zone! He's done it again! 
This is a player to build around, but how do you do that? Well, NFL.com identifies team needs as O-line, D-line, and quarterback. And so far, the Bears have spent $169 million in free agency addressing those and other needs. They've added wide receiver DJ Moore. Don't forget he came over in that trade with Carolina for the number one overall pick. They added linebacker TJ Edwards, guard Nate Davis, linebacker Tremaine Edmonds, defensive end Demarcus Walker, running back Travis Homer, quarterback PJ Walker, defensive tackle Andrew Billings, tight end Robert Tanyan from rival Packers, and running back Deonta Foreman. The Bears also have 10 picks in the 2023 NFL Draft to further improve this roster. They have the ninth overall pick in the first round. Of course, that pick they got from Carolina. They have two picks in the second round, a pick in the third, two in the fourth, two in the fifth, and two in the seventh. Okay, LT and Baldy, thank you for your patience. LT, when I say Chicago Bears, where does your mind go? Potential. Great potential on that team. Uh, They need to learn how to win. Like, that's the biggest thing when you're talking about young talent, Uh, you know, with – getting accustomed to the coaching staff and it takes time for all this talent to come together in jail but potential is what i think about baldy as i've just said the bears have 10 picks total with which to address their needs it will be a successful draft for the bears if they acquire or accomplish what to get way more competitive than they were a year ago to be in the fight And this is the third year now for Justin Fields. It's the second year with this staff. I think they did a really good job with him last year. Uh, This is his team now. Like, it's his third year. Like, he's got to lead the charge. They're going to be vastly improved. The talent is is going to be upgraded. They got a great trade uh, and a good year to make a trade. They got a lot of assets. Um, It's time to build this thing and get more competitive. Bear fans know what a good team looks like. Uh, there'll be a good barometer watching them. Staying with you, Baldy finished the sentence. I wouldn't be surprised if the 2023 Chicago Bears did what? Win eight games. I think they're capable of winning eight games this year. Wow. And finally, the last word here goes to you, LT. Same sentence. I wouldn't be surprised if the 2023 Chicago Bears did what? Or knocking on the doorstep um, to make the playoffs, possibly as a wild card. Like, you know, hovering around that spot to make it. I want to thank you both for joining us today, but nowhere on either one of your rather impressive NFL resumes do I see the words Chicago Bears. So for all of your exploits and for all of your expertise, there's the exit. Get out. Let's go ahead and throw open the doors to the NFL Hall of Fans. Bears fans like programming researcher Adam Musto, whose favorite ever players are Walter Payton and Brian Erlacher. But Adam says the players who made the biggest impression on me are names that he attaches to very fond, very specific memories and moments. Mike Brown always finding the ball and the end zone. Marcus Robinson out jumping defenders. Charles Peanut Tillman forcing about 13 fumbles, he says, in that 51-20 drubbing of the Titans. Matt Forte doing Matt Forte-like things. And any time a team decided to kick the ball to Devin Hester. As for why he's a Bears fan, Adam credits the 2001 Chicago Bears team that went 13-3 and and hooked him for life. He remembers that season being defined by insanely improbable wins and reminds us all that it was a season oddly stuck in between nondescript seasons, 5-11 and on one side, 4-12 and on the other. 
On the heels of that dreadful 90s decade, as Adam described it, 2001 was simply magical and taught him that football really can be special. His most painful Bears moment still hurts. That Super Bowl 41 loss to the Colts. Adam Musto still can't bring himself to rewatch that one. But for best memories, Adam quotes John Madden, who said in 2001 that, quote, the NFL is better when the Bears are good. And they were in that 2001 season, just not quite good enough. It will be the perfect draft for Adam Musto's Bears if they keep trading their picks and acquire the equivalent of the 1990s Cowboys after the Herschel Walker trade, he says. And finally, Adam says, I wouldn't be surprised if this young Bears team was either good or bad. Another season of growing pains with Justin Fields is quite possible, but so too is a surprise run to the playoffs, maybe even a road playoff win. Bears fans like vice president and executive producer of content production, Charlie Yook. Translation, you don't go to air without asking Charlie his thoughts on his Bears. Why is Charlie Yook a Bears fan? Because I was born and raised in Chicago, he said. Nuff said about that. His favorite ever Bears player, Walter Payton. Get used to that answer. McMahon takes the snap, hands it off to Payton. Big hole up the middle. To the 10, to the 5, to the end zone. Touchdown! Walter Payton on a 16-yard touchdown run. Charlie admitted sweetness was my idol before my dad. Please don't tell my dad, he added. Sorry, Charlie. Just did. His best memory, easy. Super Bowl twenty. His worst memory, easy, Super Bowl 41. That one still stings for most Bears fans. Charlie finishes by saying it'll be the perfect draft if we get a tackle, an edge rusher, and a corner by the end of the third round on Friday. And he added, I wouldn't be surprised if my Bears improve their win total by four games or more this season, and that Justin Fields does enough to earn the label elite NFL quarterback. Bears fans like social media associate producer Jordan Anderson, who crashed the podcast studio recently and had this to say about his beloved Chicago Bears. Welcome to the pod, J.A. Thank you for having me on. I love talking football. I love talking about the Bears. Let's do it. Certainly a special, storied, historically wonderful franchise, the Chicago Bears. Really one of the OGs, obviously. The name Hallis sort of springs to mind, of course, for those of us who appreciate our Bears history. But there were options for you. You didn't have to be a Bears fan. Did you grow up in a Bears household? Was this... This Was this compulsory? This was necessary for you in the Anderson house? <laughs> I wouldn't say that I... I mean, we were all Bears fans except for my grandfather. Ah, the outlier, he, the grandfather. He is a diehard Packers fan. Really? And there, it does is exist. Is he allowed in the house on Sundays? Definitely. Um, <laughs> definitely. Uh, and he's had, obviously, so much more success, you know, since we've watched football together. But there is a photo exists. When I was younger, they stuck me in a, a Packers, you know, little jersey and helmet. And um, so they tried, but... Uh, I decided on the Bears. Who is your favorite ever Bears player? I shouldn't restrict you to one, being our special guest. Who are your favorite ever Bears players and why? It's <sighs> a good question. When I played in high school, uh, I wore number 51 because of Dick Buckus. Um, so obviously You him, don't remember I, Dick I, I, Buckus. I did not, I did not watch well, well, him. Where does that come from? Just, I think, the the uh, the mindset of what being a Bear is, right? Yeah, of course. It's... it's um, being tough, yep. getting gritty, dirty, you know, you're not too 
you're not better than you know it's like you, you go in there you do the work you grind and I think that's a lot of how I tried to you know model my game and I think that that was reflective and obviously how he played just watching you know clips on on YouTube so I wore 51 because of Dick Buckus amazing let's mine you for your best ever moment your favorite every ever memory what was the day that you were most proud and most joyful to be a Bears fan I think a good mix of the NFC Championship win over yeah. the Saints. Yeah. I mean, that was obviously probably the the high of heights. I mean, the Super Bowl, the run back from Devin Hester in the Super Bowl um, was fantastic. Um, I would say, kind of highlight those two moments together as, as the moment. The last question for you. Finish this sentence. I wouldn't be surprised if my 2023 Chicago Bears did what? Won eight games. Okay, so an eight and nine or an eight, eight and one. I say eight, eight and one because as a Washington fan, that's how we ended the season last year. An eight and nine season for your Bears. Not quite a 500 team, but more competitive than last year. A step up from last year. A step in the right direction. Jordan Anderson, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Bears fans like one of our very favorite podcast regulars, the fantasy phenom, the NFL analyst who would sell us all out for one shot at WrestleMania fame. He's Adam Rank, and he sent me this audio recording just this morning and began by telling us why his favorite ever Bears player was Jim McMahon. I loved his attitude. I loved his life. I just, I loved everything about him because he was just a cool guy. You know, he was just that dude that, you know, you're nine years old. You're like, I don't know what what Copenhagen is, but I want one. He was that type of person that just kind of like exuded excellence. Like he had the air. Like if you grew up like watching professional wrestling, Jim McMahon was that that type of player for especially for a little kid that you just loved him and you were drawn to him. I will say as I got older, probably my most favorite player of all time now when I look at it, Matt Forte. Matt Forte was my guy. My dad lived through everybody. He saw all the greats, Gale Sayers. He was a Walter Payton guy through and through. I think he saw Brock Odegurski. But my dad was a Walter Payton guy. I can confidently say I'm a Matt Forte guy. My kids wear the Matt Forte jersey. Matt Forte and I share the same birthday, which is kind of cool. So that was always something that, you know, he was always, he would always humor me. Like whenever I run into Matt Forte, and he knows who I am. Uh, we follow each other on Instagram. We're buddies. As a matter of fact, MJD and I competed to see who was Matt Forte's best friend. I won, but I would say that it was Matt Forte, which is probably a longer answer than you wanted. But you know what? This is what happens. This is what happens when you get me talking about the Bears. My worst memory was the Super Bowl loss to the Indianapolis Colts. And a big reason why it was the first Super Bowl following the passing of my father who is the reason why I am a Bears fan, and I'll get to that in a little bit. I remember one of my dad's prized possessions was this Bears starter's jacket that my mom got him in the 1980s. He wore it everywhere. He loved it. And so after he passed away, I kept it, and I kept it into a closet. And I didn't wear it. I didn't, you know, it just kind of sat there. And then when the Bears reached the Super Bowl, that was the only, that was the first time. It's not the only time. I've worn it since. It was the first time that I wore it since his passing, and when Devin Hester returned that touchdown, returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Vinatieri on the approach, flat falls, popping here in Miami. It sails to the far side around the eight-yard line to Hester. 
Under it, and to the middle with the 15, to the 20, breaks free of the 25, to the 30, to the outside, 40, midfield, 40, 30 no. of the coach, 20, 15, Hester 5, oh. touchdown Bears! No way! Devin Hester, you are ridiculous. I thought it was kismet that the Bears were going to win the Super Bowl. I was going to be rocking the jacket. And in that moment was both the best moment for me as a Bears fan, the Devin Hester return. Uh, the rest of the afternoon was my worst moment. And going, I, I, But I'm a Bears fan because of my parents. Now, I was born in Chicago. No, oh, I'm sorry. Anybody who's from Chicago will be like, what? You're not born in the city. Okay, yeah. I'm from, if you're from Chicago, I was born in Park Ridge, grew up in Hoffman Estates, Schaumburg for a couple of years. We bounced when I was a first grader, kindergarten. But for anybody outside of Illinois, I was born in Chicago, grew up in Southern California. You might or might not be aware of this. Uh, Southern California didn't have a, a football team for 20 some odd years. So you ended up rooting for either Mike Vick and the Falcons because of Madden Randy Moss and the Vikings, the Patriots, or the team that your parents loved. And for me, you know, it was really easy to uh, to root for the Bears, which is what I've done, which is what I got a hold of. And for years, I kind of was a, like, working for the NFL, you didn't want to let it all out, so to speak. But uh, when I was on the Dave Damashek football program back in the day, we had a fan-free agency, which was a ruse for me to finally just come out and be in the open of rooting for the Bears. So since that time, I've been pretty pretty, pretty upfront about it. So that's why I'm a Bears fan. It's my parents and all that stuff. The perfect draft for me is whatever Ryan Poles wants to do. I thought he knocked it out of the park last season, drafting Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker. Braxton Jones looks like the left tackle of the future, so I'm very happy with that. So whatever he does, takes a tackle, takes Jackson Smith and Jigba, takes Christian Gonzalez, I don't care. I have complete faith in Ryan Pulse. And whatever he does, I'm going to be out there as an apologist uh, backing everything that he did. And this season, you know what? It would not surprise me if the Bears have a very similar year to what the Lions did last season, challenging for a playoff spot, ruining some team season, although I would, and for me, nobody had a better ending of a season than the Detroit Lions last year outside of the Kansas City Chiefs. But if you think about this, the the Lions, you know, felled the Packers, spoiled them, everybody loved them. I would love for the Bears to be on hard knocks. I would love everybody to fall in love with the Bears. I would love Justin Fields to be an MVP candidate, and I would love to make for them to make a run to the playoffs, even make the playoffs. It doesn't matter. We can... We don't have to tank for anything because we got Carolina's pick. So don't be surprised that the Bears end up with a top five pick thanks to Carolina and then end up making a run towards the playoffs. And I know that I'm very biased. I'm very one-sided, but that's what I got. Thank you so much for having me. Bear down. And Bears fans like NFL Network producer Jeff Blasucci, who is a Bears fan because he says I was born into it living outside Chicago. It's all everyone in my neighborhood ever talked about. And every Sunday, that's all you did, he said. Planned your Sundays around the game. He called out the four Fs, family, friends, food, and football. His favorite ever Bears player, want to take a wild guess? 
Yeah, Walter Payton. He said, why? Because of the ruse. Don't forget the shoes, the kangaroos, the ruse, the moves, and the power. He said he is quite simply the greatest running back to ever play the game. Blasucci said there was just something about number 34. He could change directions. He could run around people. He could run over people. And don't forget, he could also catch. And yes, he could also throw. The man did it all. They give the water again. Right to the outside of the Blasucci says, I was young when they won Super Bowl Twenty, and yes, I do remember the joy, but he also remembers the collective disappointment felt by all the adults in the room, he said, when Fridge, not sweetness, got that last goal line touchdown. Again, William Perry in the backfield, first and goal from the one-yard line, hand off the to the Perry. Fridge, to the end <laughs> Yes, William Perry has scored on a one-yard touchdown run in the Super Bowl. One of Jeff's favorite ever Bears memories was Jim McMahon getting out of the car with a Budweiser after he'd been drafted by the Bears. He remembers that distinctly and thought, yeah, that's my guy. He also has love for the Super Bowl shuffle, which I guess you kind of have to rock the colors of the Chicago Bears to appreciate it. Lord knows I don't. But Jeff Blasucci says his best ever Bears memory, 2006. Yes, the Super Bowl against the Colts. He said, I was there. I was on the field working for another organization at the time. We had just finished the pregame ceremony coverage and I was walking off the field. And yes, I was in the end zone when Devin Hester ran that kickoff back. Devin Hester, you are ridiculous. Jeff said, my vantage point was brilliant. They were trying to hustle me off the field and I refused to go. I was standing there right outside the back of the end zone and watched Devin Hester run into it. He said it was thrilling. It was extraordinary. And seconds later, they kicked my ass off the field. <laughs> Fantastic. Jeff Blasucci says it'll be the perfect draft for my Bears if Jalen Carter falls to them or if they can get themselves a franchise offensive tackle. Protect Justin Fields at all costs, he says. And Jeff finishes by saying, I wouldn't be surprised if the 2023 Chicago Bears win nine games, top 500, and with it, top all the expectations of all the haters. So there you have it, listener. We end our countdown to the draft with a team that earned its place in the draft with a year of frustration, but with an army of fans, loving and devoted fans like those you've just heard from. The Bears, yeah, they had the number one overall pick for a reason, and then they traded it, of course. Tomorrow evening, it will be the Panthers on the clock first, but the Bears' time will come when that ninth pick is made. Ask any Bears fan I know, and they'll tell you their team's time will come too. Yes, in that NFC North, and yes, in the playoffs, and maybe even yes, in the Super Bowl, sooner than you think. Well, time will tell, and yes, we will be watching. I want to thank today's special guests, Brian Baldinger and the Hall of Famer, of course, Ladanian Tomlinson. And I want to put a special thanks out there to all the Bears fans that shared their stories with us. I also want to thank all of you, all of the fans of all 32 NFL teams who shared their stories of fandom with us over this last month or more. I was thrilled, guys, to discover that I have colleagues and friends who rep every single team on the NFL map. And I am humbled to discover that while we are not connected in our allegiances, we are bonded by our fandom. 
our understanding that we are a part of something bigger than ourselves. We are in a community of believers who for a few hours every weekend in the fall and for all those precious moments in between, we find ourselves pulled, pulled by loyalty and love. Like the moon pulls on the tide, we are pulled to a post to guard our flag, our colors, to honor those who introduced us to the game and invited us to share in their annual anxieties, to celebrate those rare but brilliant triumphs. Like Patriots fan Emily Shea, some of us found the game through our mothers. Like Cardinals fan Nick Boffman, some of us found the game through our fathers. Like Vikings fan Josiah Collins, it was a grandparent. Like Texans fan Mark Perez, it was a coach. For some of us, it was a player that we loved. But for most of us, it was a place. It was the place of our birth. It was the place of our childhood, a place of hope and expectation. A place that if we stay there long enough, we discover a precious secret, that the gift of fandom isn't in the winning. It's in the belonging. It's in the hoping. It's in the doing. And so for another season, NFL fans, we will do it again. And I wish all of you luck. That is until you play my team, because on that day, man, I hope we win. Please join us the next time. We will meet again on Monday. Next Monday, it's the Monday after the 2023 NFL Draft, when we will provide you the official recap too. The 2023 NFL Draft presented by Verizon. Seven rounds, over 250 picks. We will provide you every surprising pick, every shocking trade, and every player of note who just made the jump from prospect to pro. Who won day one of the draft? Who won the 2023 NFL Draft? Who just got a whole hell of a lot better and who still has work to do? answers on Monday. Till then, take care of you, take care of your crew, and join us on Monday. We'll see you then. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. 
sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.